0: I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. This is number 34 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. I am sensing a pattern going on in this segment of our show, Psychology on Vinyl. Uh, When I cover Joni Mitchell my mindset was that of making a point to say that all of the things happening on her hejira record were taking place in the middle of a rock and roll boys club later i covered the band heart and it was a worse version of the same story during their little queen record Uh, rock and roll equality has never truly existed in its truest sense all throughout time now There are different approaches that can be taken to all of this. Some artists that are female resort to showing more of their bodies to compensate for the lack of equality. Others just kind of smile and blend in as best they can. Still others hold their heads up high and march forward. But the band that we're talking about this time handled this nonsensical stereotyping probably in the most brilliant way possible. When you hear these songs, you'll totally understand, and I can't wait to talk about a few of them. This time, we're gonna be checking out the fifth studio album by the band Slater Kenny, named All Hands on the Bad One. Not only is the music and vocals a captivating and just perfect thing, but a bonus for me personally, as someone born in 1972, two out of three of this band are roughly my age. So in the way someone of a generation can kind of sometimes relate to another of their same generation, I not only like this band, but in a strange way, I feel like I get this band. And, and this trio of Corinne Tucker, Janet Weiss, and Carrie Brownstein did something amazing. When they put this record together all their records are good but i don't know why for whatever reason i gravitated toward this one did they speak their minds on this record yes did they sound powerful and aggressive yes but did they also sound like they were enjoying themselves yes take the first song which is called the ballad of a lady man it's a great song uh, the song was inspired when the band was invited to a weekend or music festival in England in 1999. Corinne Tucker explained, we were all staying in little uh, chalets or whatever, and we had our own cabin, and we were in cabin 216. Someone wrote this message to us that was addressed to cabin 216, Lady Men. And we were like, what? It was meant to be a funny thing, but in this other way, it was really this naming of us. And you know what? I'll stop there. Like I said on earlier episodes, I have no idea personally what it's like to be a female, let alone a female artist in a musical world mainly run by men. I have no right to even guess how I would feel. I do, though, know this. I know how they handled themselves afterwards. Listen to these lyrics on this song, The Ballad of a Lady Man. They say I've gone too far with the image I've got and they know I'd make a mint with new plastic skin and a hit on the radio. Oh, temptations of a lady man. I could be demure like girls who are soft for boys who are fearful of getting an earful, but I got a rock. I'd rather be a lady man. This is song number one, okay? If you like that, you ain't heard nothing yet. The song I first heard off of this record was a track called You're No Rock and Roll Fun. Instant love, love at first listen. Again, notice how they, without pandering, whining, or backsliding, take a proverbial tennis racket to the head's of some of their ignorant peers. You're no rock and roll fun, like a piece of art that no one can touch. Your head is always up in the clouds, writing your songs. Won't you ever come down? Now with this, I I, I have to say this, her voice is a perfect blend of strong, playful, sarcastic, and driven basically everything but vulnerable and in the video for this all three band members are just awesome but Corinne Tucker all through the thing gives the camera these sort of I know I'm cute Susanna Hoff's eyes to the side move but it totally feels like she's playing with the viewer in a very perfect punk rock way Kim Gordon would do similar punk rock Jedi mind tricks in sonic youth videos sometimes like in their cool thing video they know what they're doing and it's just perfect now this spirit keeps going in the track number one must have she sings bearer of the flag from the beginning now who would have believed this riot girl's a cynic but they took our ideas to their marketing stars and now i'm spending all my days at girlpower.com trying to buy back a little piece of me. And I think that I sometimes might have wished for something more than to be a size six. I've been crawling up so long on your stairway to heaven and now I no longer believe I wanna get in. And closes like this, no more. And for the ladies out there, I wish we could write more than the next marketing bid culture is what we make it. Yes, it is. Now is the time to invent. Again, really strong. But the spirit is that they're totally in control. They're not victims. And if I've learned anything personally from watching Carrie Brownstein on Portlandia, is that at the very least, one of these three ladies has a sense of humor. And my money is that they probably all do. They'd have to. They toy with their subjects in these songs in a seemingly effortless way. But the lyrics, they ride these songs just like the dual guitars in this band coexist as one unit with an amazing drummer behind them. I love how convinced I am that this group knew exactly what they were doing when they put this record out. The last laugh was easily in their favor. But one more track that we're going to talk about here is a song called The Swimmer. Uh, Carrie Brownstein mentioned this song in her book, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl, and stated the lyrics came when she was dating a swimmer. Her feelings of peaceful solitude and wholeness while swimming, but alienation and disconnection when back on land. Sample lyrics. I can hardly see you now. Are you getting closer and do you know you're the one? They will never understand how washed up you feel on land the spotlight of the sun, it shines on. I am barely scratching the surface with this record. It is really, really good. I'm not gonna go through other tracks, you'll just have to listen to them. But let's close with this. I remember seeing a Prince concert where he introduced Sheila E on the drums and then said, tongue firmly in cheek, not bad for a girl. Now, Prince always, to his credit, always had women in his band right from the beginning, and he wouldn't have taken Sheila E. with him on the road if she wasn't a drumming force of nature. Prince was clearly being sarcastic. He was totally mocking the stereotype. The problem is too many people say nonsense like this, and they're not being sarcastic, And that is often the world where a band like Slater-Kinney plugs in their amps, pick up their drumsticks and roll out their music. But it goes deeper than that. Guys, as those of you who are regular listeners or refresher know, I have a 14-year-old son. I try to set a good example in respecting everyone on their individual merits, both men and women. And my wife and I try to raise him to be the same kind of a person but the world challenges these efforts. That said, there was an article on the website for The Independent, and notice how it asks this. How can we raise boys to be different in a sexist society? It asks further, predators like Harvey Weinstein were once infant boys, so how do we stop young children from becoming misogynists? I thought I'd share a few points. It mentions that boys are learning more and more about everything exclusively online. That's scary. See, we as parents cannot let the internet be their teacher. The job is ours. Influences concerning women for our young men and boys should not come from the internet, and especially not from pornography. But add to this, boys, and it's always been this way, especially in America, are taught to deny and disavow the necessary skills of just simple feeling and expressing and connecting with other people. It's not whether you win or lose, but how you play the game is rarely the way things really are. You got to win. It's pushed down their throat. And the whole boys don't cry mentality is shoved into our boys' heads It's this concept that letting things out and dealing with things is weak and beneath them. And then they do a little math. Well, since women have the tendency in many cases to tap into their feelings, to often express themselves and maybe even openly cry, well, then they must be weaker than I am. Uh, When in reality, they are probably the healthier ones because they're dealing with it instead of keeping it inside. If you take anything from this episode, it's this. Uh, Let's all make a concerted effort to not be impressed because a woman is a great artist. That's scarily insulting. We need to expect that to be as realistic as a probability of a male in the same position being a great artist. I can't even believe I have to say this out loud. It's embarrassing. On this Psychology on Vinyl series, in addition to Hart and Joni Mitchell and now Slater Kinney, we also have covered the great Alice Clark, uh, Missing Persons, which was led by Dale Basio on vocals, and very recently, the wonderful, wonderful Vashti Bunyan. And we did so for this reason and this reason alone. Are you ready? You writing this down? They are all simply great at what they do. Done. Let that resonate for a second. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast Slater Kinney, All Hands on the bad one playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast Slater all hands on the bad one. Let's get into the tracks. Track number one, the ballad of a lady man. Number two, ironclad. Number three, all hands on the bad one. Number four, youth decay. Number five, you're no rock and roll fun. Number six, number one must have Number seven, The Professional. Number eight, a very serious, deep song called Was It a Lie? Number nine, Male Model. Number 10, the ultra-catchy Leave You Behind. Number 11, Milkshake and Honey. Number 12, Pompeii. And number 13, The Swimmer. So that's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in RefresherPodcast-SlaterKinney, all hands on the bad one. A few quick mentions. Did you know that plants, scientifically, plants improve the air around you and they improve your mood? It's true. Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. The goal is for you to take your plant with you when you go places. Check out their awesome, awesome website at www.leafy.com I'm going to spell it for you www.leafve.com we also want to bring some attention to our friends at Designcraft. Designcraft design is at the forefront of the millwork industry constantly innovating to meet custom needs I can't describe their unbelievable work you'll just have to check it out on their website and their name is spelled a little differently too www.dezignkraft.com. That's designcraft.com. Finally, we always say hello to our friends at the Managing Expectations podcast, which is a podcast for interesting people by interesting people wading into all the things that make them interesting. Music, art, books, movies, and generally the passing scene. You can check them out at the managing expectations podcast.com. Everyone, this show simply would not exist without you. We have grown like crazy and it's all your fault. Thank you so much. If you could do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. If you happen to have social media and you're comfortable doing so, perhaps you could post it if you want to. And also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, You can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. But seriously, whether you do or whether you don't, the show is yours. Listen to it anytime. Enjoy it. It's on the house. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. And it gives me great pleasure to say that not only is the song called A Day Late. Are are you ready for this? It was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening out there.